Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work. Good afternoon and welcome to Engage for Success Radio Show number 376, our special Christmas show for 2020. Today we're going to be talking about our Christmas wishes and some New Year's resolutions and reflecting on the radio show from 2020. It wasn't a show that we had originally planned. We were going to take two weeks off, but then we got a little bit inspired at the last minute, it has to be said, and pulled this together for you, including some contributors from within the movement. Although, bearing in mind we asked for people to get involved at the very last moment, this is a shorter show than the original contribution show that we put together right back in the first year of our podcast which would have been 2013 Christmas show number 48 which was an hour and 45 minutes <laughs> hosted by Joe uh, Joe M myself and uh, Kathy Brown uh, I've listened back to that one this year and uh, it's interesting how much of that is still relevant today but anyway here's our new show for 2020 I'm Joe Dodds your host for today I'm an engagement consultant working within the Engage for Success core team. The Engage for Success movement is an inclusive movement committed to the idea that there is a better way to work by releasing more of the capability and potential of people at work. We spread the word about employee engagement and shine a light on good practice, inspiring people and workplaces to thrive. And we're widely supported across the UK involving the public, private and third sectors. If you go to our website at engageforsuccess.org, you can use the link at the bottom to join our newsletter list and all our social media links are there too. So I'm hosting today's special show with inputs from my co-host Joe Moffat and other contributors to the movement. I'll start by handing over to Joe for some reflections on this year through the shows that she's hosted. Thanks, Joe, and hello from me. Uh, I hope you all had as good a Christmas as you could, however it was you may have spent it. So um, my reflections on our radio show for the last year. Well, of course, since March, we've had our, our usual range of guests from a, a broad variety of organisations and backgrounds. Um, but they were all pre-booked from before the pandemic. Um, despite that, we have begun every show with a discussion on COVID. And then as, as the year and the months went on, um, we added to that um, the important topic, obviously, of Black Lives Matter and the impact that our guests were seeing that having on their workplace. And throughout all of the episodes that I've hosted, um, I think there's some common ground that I've seen. I've been struck by the energy, um, the empathy, the flexibility, the agility, the willingness and the commitment of my guests and the organisations whose stories they've talked about with us. Um, none of us imagined back in March that we'd be where we are now in December. But as the year's gone on, I've not really seen a lessening of any of that energy or commitment. Um, and it's the four enablers, the Engage for Success four enablers that have been coming through, maybe not always articulated in quite that way, but they've always been there and have continued to be there throughout 2020. Um, sometimes in spades, you know, visible leaders getting their people behind their purpose. Line managers working especially hard to engage disparate, dispersed and divided teams um, when they themselves are feeling equally concerned and equally worried about their situation and their personal circumstances. Um, employee voice, 
employee voice being heard regularly and listened to and respected, employee voice contributing to current planning, contributing to future planning um, and what uh, the new workplaces may may look like. Um, And of course, Enabler 4, the very best of us have been seen to be truly walking the walk and not just talking the talk, uh, confirming values and beliefs by the way we're seen to act on a daily basis with our people, our colleagues and in our communities. And that has been a constant throughout the year and is really encouraging as we move forward to start looking at the year ahead. So we asked for contributions to this show by asking two questions. And our first question was, if you were to broadcast a Christmas message about employee engagement, who would it be to and what would you say? And here are the contributions for that question. Judy Walker, who's a senior business consultant at ITS Leadership. um, Her Christmas message was to all business leaders And it was that the solution to the problems and opportunities we've experienced this year have been created by people, people and not machines, not money, not buildings. It's people who have risen to the challenge of 2020 and found ways to help organisations survive and in many cases thrive. They've adapted, innovated, spoken out, exposed their homes to their colleagues and overcome the fears of this new disease to ensure their business or team coped. It's the people who you employ who are the greatest asset you have. And 2020 has demonstrated this in bucket loads. The paradigm shift created in 2020 has shown that employee engagement is the key to success. I wouldn't argue with that, Judy. I'm Russell Grossman. I'm the Director of Communications at the Office of Rail and Road. And I'm also the Head of Profession for Internal Communications across the UK government. I'm also one of the board members at Engage for Success. The message that I would give this Christmas is aimed at internal communications practitioners across the UK. They have gone the extra mile, probably actually the extra 10 miles, uh, in order to ensure that their leaders stepped up to the plate to become more visible, more listening and more engaging during the very difficult time that we've had in 2020. So I say to internal communications practitioners throughout the UK, thank you very much for your work. Thank you very much for demonstrating what internal communications can achieve for employee engagement. Have a good Christmas, and let's hope that 2021 sees us rapidly return to normality. Then we've got this Christmas message from Nigel Whittingham. Uh, Nigel is a new follower, a practitioner and a huge proponent of employee engagement. He operates within the manufacturing sector and focuses on shop floor engagement and self-managed teams. He's a principal director at BBN Nexus Limited, and he wanted to share this Christmas message about employee engagement. And he says the following, I guess that I get to choose to broadcast to A, executives, B, managers, and C, organisations that have dived deep into engagement, or D, the involved employees. And so Nigel has chosen the employees first to say thank you, to never miss the opportunity of giving appreciation, thanking them for their commitment in 2020 and throughout the pandemic, and for at times overcoming perceived risks of coming to work, thanking them for the discretionary effort and shared commitments. 
hoping that they continue to find this as rewarding as I do. Thank you for that, Nigel. Tony Williams got in touch with his Christmas message and it was to leaders everywhere. And Tony's message was as follows. Start to create communities rather than organisations. Put people first by valuing them and what they do, listening to what they say and how they say it, and living the community concept which pulls together well-being, caring and health alongside working together to achieve ambitions, common goals and outcomes. Thanks for that, Tony Williams. Hi, this is Stephen Dander from Bain Capital. My Christmas message would be to all analysts and I would say to them, be inquisitive about how the companies you cover are doing an engagement as this is a leading indicator of future performance and value. Thank you, Stephen. And I don't think Stephen mentioned that along with Russell, he's also one of our board members. I mentioned at the beginning the show, the very first Christmas show that we did in 2013 that turned into a bit of a marathon affair as we invited contributions from the movement and many, many people sent in their recordings or their written contribution. We also had two interviews on that show. One of them was with the Birmingham City Council Choir who'd been featured in the Gareth Malone series. And the other one was a very special interview that Joe Moffat did and I listened back to it and thought it was really good and so I'm going to play it again in this show. So um, apologies if you remember it really clearly but I was actually presenting the show all those years ago and I didn't remember any of it. (laughs) So I'm hoping it'll be as fresh for you as it was for me and uh, also entertaining. So here they are. Can I hear bells? Can anyone hear bells? I, I can hear I can hear bells in my head, ringing, ringing very loudly, <laughs> I, jingling in my I'm head. I'm ringing really loudly, but it doesn't seem to get picked up on the phone. Oh well, never mind. I can hear bells. Well, I can hear I can hear lots of bells, and I can hear them go ting, 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 and I can hear and I'm going to say well, 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 and I'm going to say someone else might well say ho, ho, ho. <laughs> Who's that? Who can that be? I think we've got a special guest. My goodness, what an, what an amazing thing. So um, like, if anyone can probably put two and two together and make five, they've probably guessed who our special guest is. And I'm delighted uh, to welcome Father Christmas to the show this afternoon. And really all I can say is I've had the pleasure to interview some great guests uh, as a co-host on the radio show this year. But I, I think it's fair to say I've never done an interview quite like this, Father Christmas, and I've never interviewed someone with quite the experience that you have. So ho, ho, welcome ho. to the show. <laughs> Thank you very much. Now, um, I know you've got an awful lot on your plate at the moment, so we don't want to take up too much of your time, but thank you. So thank you for dropping by the studio. Um, It's a little busy. A little busy, yes. Well, well, that's probably one of the the biggest challenges you have as an employer, isn't it? I mean, you have this spike of unbelievable activity at Christmas time, and then you do do diddly squat for the rest of the year. So how how do you sort of manage that and and manage your, your workforce? Well, we don't quite rest easy throughout the rest of the year, but this is a busier time, yes. But we make sure all, everyone puts a lot of extra effort in, into what they're doing at this time of year. And then we take it easy. Um, we make sure we give time back. We make sure we listen to the new ideas. And we get people more involved in training and the innovation side of, uh, of what we do. 
Okay. So, so clearly, um, Father Christmas, you are you are the figurehead for your organisation. You you know you are the you are you are at the pinnacle of the leadership team. But how how do you make sure that your elves are motivated when really you're the one that gets all the kudos? Do you, how do you make sure they get the reward and recognition that they deserve? Well, we've been working very hard with some of the filmmakers in recent years. So you'll notice uh, that the kids' films that are coming out more recently, a lot of them, even since back when we were working with Dudley Moore, have started featuring the elves more. So we do try and spread the credit where we can. Excellent, excellent. And, of course, you've, you've been an employer for a very, very long time, haven't you? Long before, long before the movies came, even before the, even before the talkies were introduced and silent, silent movies. So... Has, has the way that you treat your elves changed over time? Or is it, is it simply that elf engagement is a new label to something that you as an employer have been doing for, for a very long time? Well, as you know, we've always tried to encourage the good behavior over the bad in general. So mm. elf engagement is something we've always practiced. It's just become a little more difficult as we go through new technologies. There are different things that can distract them. It's, it's really about listening to their needs. But we've always done that through the years. Mm. And, and how, how do you go about recruiting the right kind of elf? Do you, do you I mean, thinking about the sort of buzzwords of the moment, do you, do you recruit for skills? You know, they can they can sort of handle a reindeer, or do you recruit for attitude? Um, you know, alignment with your with your values. Well, we're lucky that most people know our values, and most people know what it takes to be successful. But we generally lean towards attitude. Skills can be learned. We provide a great deal of training, and if we feel people are going to fit in, um, and we get a lot of applications, as you can imagine, lots of things to play with, especially in the down times of the year. But we generally focus on on our own values, making sure that people fit in with the team when we employ them. Mm, mm. But you, you mentioned that you, you, sometimes you have some, I'm sure we're all familiar with some, you've had some bad elves along the way, and, and we've heard rumours of, of some bullying, um, not just amongst the elves, but amongst the reindeer too. Um, Rudolph not being allowed to join in any reindeer games and all the other reindeer laughing and calling him names. So how, how have you dealt with that? Well, we, we have a very open management structure. So even though these things get exaggerated by the time they hit the press, of course, internally we usually find out about these things very fast. No one's ever punished for what people out in the world seem to call blowing the whistle. We just call being open and helping each other out. So the stories of bullying are very overrated. Are they? Oh, well, that's good to hear. I'm sure we'll be very pleased to hear that. But we might, might put out an extra extra carrot for Rudolph um, next, next week just to, to cheer him up a bit. And an extra mince pie. <laughs> well, so thank you for joining our show today, which is obviously, as, as you probably are aware, all, all to do with Engage for Success. And at Engage for Success, there are um, what are called four enablers, which are really uh, four things that if an organization has got those in place, then the likelihood is they're, they're going to have more engaged employees than perhaps an organization that, that hasn't. So I'd be interested to sort of explore those a little bit. One of, one of, the, um, one of the enablers is around the importance of line management, and you've, you've already talked about how you have a very open um, structure within within your team but um the second enabler or one one of the, the second not necessarily in order but the other enabler is about giving the elves a voice how how do you how do you make sure that your elves have got a voice ha try shutting them up they're <laughs> constantly singing they're always got new ideas they're always trying to do the latest and greatest things they're always trying to keep up with the, with 
all the competition, these crazy people creating electronic gadgets, and we're always ahead of that curve. To be honest, it's more of a more of a of a problem for us to filter out the great ideas from the simply good ideas. But we really? listen to them. We have we have regular meetings. We have regular feedback forums, and we even start using technology to gather these ideas now. That's fantastic. What's social media for elves? Social media for elves. We obviously have our own in-house system because we don't want to share and ruin surprises for the boys and girls out there. Mm, mm. Fantastic, fantastic. And so you have an elf, elf version of Yammer, do you? We have an elf version of Yammer, yes, we do. I think that's the best way and of putting it. <laughs> jibber. Jibber, jibber, I like it, I like it, very good. And we were, we were interviewing earlier the team from Birmingham City Council talking about the choir that they have and the importance of that in, in their employee engagement. And uh, I wondered, you were saying that the elves are singing all the time. Do you have a, is there a formal kind of elf choir or is it, is it a bit more ad hoc than that? No, it's a bit more ad hoc than that. They're into buble at the moment. And Are they? They, hate, they absolutely hate One Direction. One Direction is right off the list. So as long as we play buble, they sing along, everyone's happy. Fantastic. Jolly good. Well, I think um, I think I might go with them on that one, actually. Um, and, the, and another one of the four enablers is, is about the strategic narrative. And... Um, you know, we've got we've got an awful lot of versions and variations of the Christmas story and your story in particular. You know, your father Christmas, your Saint Nick, your Santa Claus, your Coca Cola, your green and white, your red and white. You know, how how do you how on earth do you manage to maintain control maintain control of your strategic direction when when there are so many different variations going on? We all focus on doing the right thing. We find that way. Perception is always reality, and as long as we keep doing the right thing, however we're perceived, as long as it makes people happy, we're we're happy. Right, and 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 your workers, you were saying they're they're, they're pretty motivated, but you know, kind of think that you ask a lot of them, don't you? Um, you know, you're, you particularly at this time of year. You, I think somebody said to me the other day that you have to deliver to 833 homes per second. Is that right? Yes, that's right. It's going and up every year. So, you know, poor old Rudolph and his team and the, and the elves, it's an awful lot. You're asking an awful lot of them. Um, so how do, you, how, do you, how do you manage to do that? Well, we make sure we don't try and expect too much from the elves or the reindeers at this time of year. They know mm. how to do the job right. So mm. there are often a lot of uh, efficiency improvement uh, suggestions that come in. But we don't mm. try and manage with just the same number. I'm aware that a lot of people, they just try and do more with the same number of people. But that's just not fair. So we make sure we employ more people, we train people better, and we listen to what's going on with the elves. That way we keep everybody happy. Is, is, there a, is, it, is it easy to employ elves? Is there, or is there a bit of a war for talent in terms of employing them? Oh, the demand for positions is huge. Yeah. We spoke about it a little earlier, but we, we, we try and filter people out through the culture to make sure they fit before we employ them, and then we, find we have a lot lower turnover. Right, right. Um, but you, you, you were saying as well that they, they know how to do the job right. You obviously invest in training them. Um, well, but I, I've, again, we, we hear stories. We hear stories in 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 the songs, really, about how you a little bit like to micromanage Father Christmas. I don't know whether you'd agree with that, but um, certainly um, there was talk of a, an expectation of making a list and and checking it twice. Oh, well, how would you how would you answer that? Well, these songs develop from everywhere. We do make lists and we do check twice, but actually that was an elf suggestion. There's a lot of sherry 
around at this time of year and sometimes under pressure it's best to check these things twice uh, well that that leads on to another another um, concern that I know some people have expressed in the past and it's certainly most workplaces these days are pretty strict about alcohol and mixing alcohol with working and mixing alcohol certainly with driving and I wonder whether there's a little bit of a say-do gap, that's another one of the engagement success enablers, between that situation and the fact that you, you spend um, the whole of, of December the 24th driving around the world drinking an awful lot of brandy um, and, uh, and yet you're in, in charge of the sleigh. Well, it's a bit concerning, isn't it? It's true, but the thing is, is that people leave out these drinks, and obviously we couldn't consume them all. That would be very dangerous. So there's a special place on the sleigh, a very magical place, where we take all of that and we spread it out around the elves, rather than just for me, because it would be selfish to keep it for me, and we spread it out for a giant Christmas party after Christmas. Of course, we can't have our Christmas party before Christmas because we're too busy. Excellent. Oh, well, that, that makes me feel a lot better then. So, so an awful lot of these stories are really just tabloid nonsense, are they? As with all things. Yeah, well, that's good to know. That's good to know. Well, Father Christmas, thank you for, for stopping by this afternoon. I know you've got a very, very busy schedule, so um, I'm not going to take up any more of your time today. But um, have, a, have a wonderful um, party after Christmas when you can relax and put, up, put your feet up. And um, thank you very much for stopping by and, and sharing some of your stories about elf engagement with us. Well, you're very welcome. Make sure you're a good girl between now and Christmas. I'll do my very best. <laughs> <laughs> Thank you and goodbye. Bye bye. <laughs> Sounded a bit strange that last bit. <laughs> I don't know well. what to say there. I hope he wasn't going to invite me to sit on his knee. No. I'm really glad he didn't, Joe. <laughs> <laughs> so am I. <laughs> you know, I just tried to tweet out that we were interviewing Father Christmas on our on our radio show. And my computer was going a bit loopy at the time, and I managed to tweet it three times, so I looked really, really excited. <laughs> <laughs> well, it is, get it is that a bit of a... in case anyone's seen it. it. Yeah, it is a bit of a first, isn't it? We've never, we've never had quite such, a, quite such a celebrity on the show, and somebody with quite so many decades of um, engaging employees as that. So uh, I think it was, exactly. uh, it was very good of him. And surprisingly, Definitely. quite sort of useful information and, and um, answers to your questions you know it was um uh it was you know some very good employment practices there from what i can gather there were <laughs> he seemed to be very much has his finger on the pulse of what's going on doesn't he for an old chap and yeah, um, exactly. you know I, I particularly like the idea of the um the uh, uh was it jibber or jabber jabber, jibber. Wasn't it? i think jibber definitely is the the word of the day <laughs> yeah, yeah, excellent. Well, we'll uh, we'll look out for that. So, um, so that was great. It was good good to have him, wasn't it? It was, it and was. thank you for the interview, Joe. It was really good. I was I was trying hard not to laugh all the way through it. So uh, you did really well because you were very um, you were very uh, um, sensible. And um, <laughs> Father Christmas has just sent me a message on jibber. He says less of the old. <laughs> <laughs> Forgot he was Fair still enough. listening. I hope you enjoyed that. The second question that we asked for contributions towards is what is your New Year's resolution for employee engagement? Hi, this is Stephen Dander from Bain Capital. My New Year's resolution is to embed consistent measurement of employee engagement across all companies in our portfolio in 2021. We have a New Year's resolution from Nigel Whittingham as well. And Nigel's New Year's resolution for employee engagement is this to be more curious 
and more inquisitive, to listen more and communicate more. I think we should all identify with that one, Nigel. Thank you. I'm Russell Grossman. I'm the Director of Communications at the Office of Rail and Road, and I'm also the Head of Profession for Internal Communications across the UK Government. I'm also one of the board members at Engage for Success. For a New Year's resolution, I'd love to make sure that the gains in employee engagement that we have achieved as a result of COVID, most particularly with the leaders becoming more visible, more motivational and overall more engaging, because they have had to, because people have been not just in difficult circumstances, but also more remote, I'd like to see that continue. And I'd like to see both HR and internal communications practitioners continuing to step up to the plate to make sure that our leaders across industry and across business know and understand the value of engaging with their people in the way that they have done so much better in 2020. So we've a New Year's resolution from Judy Walker um, and her New Year's resolution for employee engagement is this. I'm just setting up a new team, so I intend to start as I mean to go on, by being a listening and learning leader. I want to take the new people with me from the outset and ensure they are involved in shaping the programme of work and we take time to do after-action reviews regularly to reflect on what we have all learnt. Hi, I'm Jess. I co-lead our comms hub here at Engage for Success and I also work with not-for-profits helping them to harness what I think is the superpower of our volunteers in their organisations and that's that is the sort of message I would want to share around employee engagement. I think you know this year more than ever has shown us that we have a whole host of um, people in this country who are willing to give and when that can be aligned with purpose um, that strategic narrative it is so so powerful and we have an absolute um, reservoir of goodwill in this country that um, organizations who engage volunteers in their activities can harness and that is my New Year's resolution too, is that we bring people together and we connect and share um, how we get better at this. Uh, some organisations are much better at others and we can all learn and share and grow together around this. And it's super exciting, I think, the opportunities that this year has presented us. So stronger together uh, here's to engage for success 2021 thank you to everyone for your contributions it really was last minute so we do really appreciate you taking the time to send your thoughts through so i'm just going to hand over to joe for her final thoughts for the show Okay, so some last words from me um, as we look ahead to 2021. Well, I suppose the first thing is to say that hopefully this time next year we'll all be in a much more positive place. Um, I hope and uh, truly believe that, uh, that that will be the case. But let's not allow all the positives which have come out of this year, and there have been many alongside the dark times, to be set aside. Um, I'm concerned that if things become difficult economically, if unemployment rises, if it becomes harder to do the right thing by our people, 
because it's so much easier to do the wrong thing. So let's stand up and make our voices heard. Let's restate the basic principles of our employee engagement, Engage for Success movement, the basic principles that putting people at the heart of our business thinking, planning and actions is the only way for sustainable business success. Making sure we all do that will secure a very happy new year for everyone. Uh, So that's what I'm wishing you all. Thank you. And thanks for being great listeners this year. And we'll look forward to some great guests during 2021. Thanks, Joe. And some final words from me too. It's actually been a good year for Engage Success against a backdrop of a really difficult year for all sorts of reasons, as you already are aware. We've increased our volunteers sevenfold, no doubt a reflection of increased availability, but I think also the urgency and importance of engagement during these challenging times. And we've organised ourselves into four hubs designed to really engage our people and help us to inspire people and workplaces to thrive. We're so proud of our people and what everyone has achieved this year. Thank you to everybody. If you'd like to get involved in 2021, then please do email me at info at engageforsuccess.org and someone from our volunteer hub, new in 2020, will be in touch. Our first show for 2021 is on Monday the 11th of January and Joe M will be joined by Beth Watson, founder of Navigating Challenging Dialogue, and they'll be talking about the Navigating Challenging Dialogue process successful in any place where human interaction is critical. And finally, thank you for your support during 2020 as a listener of the podcast. Please do keep listening. Please share the podcast with your colleagues. And if you would like to leave a review for us at Apple Podcasts, then we're always grateful for that. So it just remains for me to say Happy New Year and we'll see you in 2021. Engage for Success Radio, raising the profile of employee engagement and shining a light on good practice for people who believe there's a better way to work.